Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey, podcast heads. In today's episode, you're going to learn what's the best way to take your copywriting skills to the next level should you hire a coach, how to properly handle the worst possible scenario for any copywriter, a client hating your work. And one key thing you need to know about your audience if you want to increase conversions. Enjoy. We have a question here from John Kim. What are your thoughts on hiring a coach? What's up, John Kim? Double John Kim. Yeah, I wasn't sure which one's him, so I put two. John, I see one John unmuted. Two Johns unmuted. Hey, sorry. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes. Yeah, I, I have it running on my computer on my phone. I just don't have a mic on my computer. So that's why you're seeing double. Cool. Sorry hey, about that. Um, only thing better than one John Kim is two. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for taking my question. Um, to give a little background, my question comes from after doing the sales letter for Alatura. Mm-hmm. And definitely felt the pressure when I got that um, because it wasn't just for any client, it was for you and an important client of yours. So, you know, RMBC definitely helped me finish the project, but I didn't have a, no- a lot of knowledge on skincare products from the start. So pretty much from the beginning, I did everything I could think of. You know, I bought the product. I ran a focus group with my friends to get feedback, you know, watched a bunch of YouTube videos, even hunted down one of the testimonials on the client's website and interviewed them on the phone. And, you know, I pushed everything aside, spent every working or waking hour on it for three weeks. And, you know, the result was just not that compelling. You know, I thought it was good when I submitted it. Now I think it totally sucks, you know. So just to wrap up the, the thought here, you know, this was a unique project because, you know, I was getting paid regardless of it being good or bad. But right. I hate to think that I turned into something bad, you know. So I definitely felt that imposter syndrome that I heard a lot about. But mm-hmm. instead of feeling defeated, you know, I want to make it right for the client and, you know, get better myself, which is why I'm thinking about hiring a coach, you know, to get that individual guidance and eventually rewrite that letter. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Is it too early or, you know, is it never a better time? I mean, my concern with hiring coaches is that most of them suck. Um, Just flat out. Like there's a bunch of people who are going to come in and like try to like coach you and teach you a bunch of bad habits and like they aren't like – Good. There's a couple of good ones. I mean, Dan Ferrari is a great copy coach. David Deutsch is a, a very good copy coach. There's, there's a couple. They're expensive. Um, but honestly, like, yeah, Ning's good. There, there's some out there. But but the other thing I want to kind of point out, dude, because like I, speaking of the imposter syndrome, obviously is, is I, uh, you know, I've, I've read it and reviewed it and gave you feedback. And 
Andy and I's conversation was, oh, like, this is a very good effort. It's a good letter. It was totally worth $5,000. It just wasn't as good as some of the very, the, the top ones. So mm-hmm. I want to be clear about that. It wasn't like the, the, we didn't look at it. Nobody looked at it and said, this is a bad letter. In fact, I think your, your copy was absolutely worth the $5,000 you got paid for it. And so did Andy. Um, and, I, and I think that's a really important distinction. In fact, you followed RBC really well. Your lead started with a paradoxical question, which was really good. I know, sorry for people who don't, haven't read this copy. It just is what it is. Um, you know, you did a good use of testimonials. You told the story. I mean, some of the, the big things, if you watch my video and my feedback to you was, was like more formatting, like do more subheaders. It was, um, you know, making little like tweaks in the lead or the headline. Um, so with that being said, like my sort of feeling on it is like you gave, you, you, how long have you been writing copy for? About two months. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's crazy. Um, you know, it's like you've been writing copy for two months. I'm not trying to laugh. I'm not laughing at you, but I'm laughing at because like in two months of writing copy, you know, you wrote like a sales letter that's extremely like good. And so my opinion on it is you don't need a coach. You got to just keep writing copy and keep getting experience and keep practicing and keep, you know, consuming content that people who know what they're talking about put out and all of that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I, 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 um, and I know it's hard when you write something and then you kind of like, like it and then you turn it around and you hate it. Like we, we can be very bipolar as copywriters. Um, mm-hmm. but like, like realistically, again, what you wrote was, was, was very good. It was way better than what I was writing after two months. I mean, hashtag RMBC method, hashtag, you know, go buy it. But at the same time, um, you know, seriously. So, so no, I don't think you need a coach. I think you just need to keep, keep practicing and, and then be a little less self-critical because you're for, I mean, you're, you're on your, your way already for sure. Yeah. Well, first of all, everyone should buy it because if I didn't buy RMBC, like I wouldn't have finished that's for sure. So that was amazing. But I guess, you know, just the thought of the coach, like being so new to it, the only person that I really, I guess, have connected with that is a star is you. And I know that you have a bunch of people asking questions all the time. And it's, you know, I don't want to bother you with something. Um, I know you're talking about like follow up a bunch of times, but you know, I just don't want to be that if I'm, if I can get my questions answered somewhere else. And it's like, maybe if I had somebody where I could show them my letter before I turned it into a client and they're like, no, you should not turn this in, you know, work on this stuff. I just didn't have somebody to really ask that, you know? So yeah. that was the idea of like, maybe I should hire a coach, at least somebody who's knowledgeable on RMBC and like somebody within like the world, you know? So can I jump in on this? You can, Ed. Okay. John, I'm going to lay off you real flat, buddy. Cool. You're a good fucking copywriter. It's only been two months, and Stefan barely had feedback for you. Like, just yeah. let that sink in for a minute. He just told you the Google Doc that you sent him was worth the $5,000. Yeah. Your words on paper are worth $5,000. Think about that for a second. You just had the world's best copywriter tell you your words are worth $5,000 and you started two months ago. Two months ago. Can you I put it? Can I, can I put the link in the chat so people can see it? Are you, are you okay? If that would really make you uncomfortable. 
well, I don't know. I still don't think it's good. Maybe it's just because I'm rewriting it or I'm looking at it. I'm like, I need to scrap the whole thing and rewrite the whole thing. Like you can share it, of course, you know, but. <clears throat> All I needed. I want people in the chat to see it. Still, you know, I feel like there's definitely room for improvement. Sure. Yeah. There's totally room for improvement. Like that's, but that's, that's great. I mean, there's room for improvement for everybody. There's, I mean, all the people who join copy accelerator and like, you know, like Randall Pruitt or Ed, like, or whoever, like everyone, right? Like we're all continuously improving. Um, but like, you know, but I, I think it's more about the imposter syndrome, like you're calling out than anything else. Cause right. you know, again, copy is, is like, was very on point. Um, I think, you know, again, I just don't think you need a coach. I think if you want, get, you know, connect, network, right? People on this call, people on Justin, Stefan talk, copy, um, like create a, uh, you know, build those relationships and you can have like, you know, friends and accountability type partners and people where you can share stuff before you submit it. I think that's totally cool. Right. I, you know, I mean, Chris, Chris Haddad is one of the best copywriters to ever live and he had like a new offer and he like sent it to me before he like was finished with it a few months back and was like, can you tear us apart? You know, like mm -hmm. it never changes. Like it's like, and then I did, I went through and, and I thought overall it was good, but I gave him feedback on a few things and, but I would do the same thing, right? I would send him something or Dan Ferrari something. Um, but I think that makes more sense. And I would, I would, you know, do somebody who's also been trained in RMBC. Darren Hanser said, right, right, right. Darren's a great example. Darren's always been a very good copywriter. Um, but you know, he's really, really kind of, uh, taken, taken off, you know, um, in the last, whatever it's been Darren, like since February, I mean, just like more consistent because of RMBC. I love that you're on this call. Um, but I, I again, I, I just see it, dude. So many people I know who do coaching are like not that good of writers and they're not that good of coaches. And I see people who come in to even copy accelerator who had a coach previously and mm -hmm they have all these bad habits that I have to then unbreak or I've had people who were like, like one guy who joined and he was like a coach and he'd coached other people and he came in really cocky, but it's like, he kept giving bad advice. Then he couldn't make enough money to like stay in the program and like dropped out of the program. And it's like, I just, there's a couple of good coaches out there. I just don't think you need it, man. I think like, um, I, and I think you need to be less hard on yourself. I really think like you gotta just sit and meditate and like, mm -hmm. um, build a network of people of like friends, like people are sending you friend requests right now. A little self love. Um, I just really think, uh, yeah, I hope that, I hope that answers it. I mean, I can't, no. I can't change your, your mindset on it, but no. like, seriously, dude, like I, I would tell you if it sucked. Cause I'm not going to like my job, I like being positive, but if I thought like your letter needed a shit ton of work, I would just tell you, I'd be like, Hey dude, it needs a shit ton of work. It, you know, it was, it wasn't perfect. There's stuff you can improve, but that's good. Like, Part of me telling you stuff to improve is to make you better and give you value. And so not only did you get the 5k, you got the feedback that, you know, gets to help you with it. Um, but just keep writing. Like Darren said, uh, you know, keep kind of keep the more you write, the better you're going to get. That's the best way. And then study copy, study winning letters, do all that kind of stuff. But that's how you're going to get, um, you know, kind of keep getting better. Definitely appreciate that. I guess I was looking at the coach because I didn't want to develop those bad habits like on my own and I was thinking maybe a coach could give me that course correction but I never really thought of it as well I appreciate you telling me that people have been coming into copy accelerator and learn the bad habits from certain coaches so it actually gives me a lot to think about and um, but 
one thing's for sure, I'll just keep on writing and uh, figure it out along the way. Um, appreciate your feedback. I definitely want to make it right with this letter. I'm going to rewrite it eventually and uh, you know present it to the client. So hopefully that's okay. Yeah, I think it's fine. He'll test everything. But again, if I were, if I were me, I would just... I mean, I have to go back. I don't want to, I have it on the other monitor. Um, there was just like little things like my, what I, what I get, the feedback I gave you was like more nitpicky. It wasn't like crazy structural flaws. I think maybe I forget your mechanism. Maybe that like I said needed to be um, like strengthened a little bit. It's your mechanism. What was your mechanism on it? Do you remember? Uh, it was the uh, DNA switches um, from colostrum bringing uh Yeah. Yeah. That's a good mechanism. I think a lot of it was just like formatting. So anyway, I, I want to get to more questions, but, but yeah. yeah, don't even, it's not like you don't have to rewrite from scratch, honestly, dude. Um, like just, uh, look at, you know, I would just apply the advice I gave you first and then share that draft with me and then we'll go from there. Okay. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Okay. Sweet. Gurleen has a client ever hated your work and told you to redo it. And if so, how did you handle it? Uh, yeah, girly, for sure. It depends on the client. Uh, if I can, I want to know why they hated it. If it's arbitrary, then that's kind of weird. Like, well, look, you still should test it. And if it sucks, then I'll redo it. Right. If they have good reasons for it, then sure. Like maybe then I'm like, Oh, that's a good point. Usually though, if you do enough prep with the client, then the expectations are aligned. Usually when they hate the work, it's because the expectations aren't aligned. And then some clients are just a huge pain in the butt. Um, so yeah, but I would, I would, I would push back. I would immediately internalize that as I'm, you know, it must mean I, I suck or something. And I would, I would see what the reasons are. And then I would, I would try to push them to, to test it. Um, and some clients are just a-holes. I'm going to find D's group and put a link in the chat real quick. Cause I know somebody's trying to find it. It's direct. It's a like direct marketing partners or something. Give me a second here. Of course, my Facebook's taking a minute to load. Um, anyone else has a link here it is. Yep. Damn it. Marcus had to beat me too. I saw to pay, paste them as well. Um, ideally you can afford to fire them though, but yeah. And Ed, let's do, uh, do one more. Give me one more. So it's from David Ryan. Quick question in the biz op niche. Do you think people today are more motivated to find something to make 10K a month or to how to make millions? So it depends. Yeah, I secretly just wanted the last word. That's right. Um, it depends on the niche you're going after, but I'm going to go ahead and assume you're talking to people who are in their nine to five job. Uh, a really interesting level of thinking that most people don't realize is your prospect cannot see themselves higher than one level above where they're at currently. So if you're making $30,000 a year, you would never be able to see yourself making a million dollars a year. But if you were making 30K a year and someone said they could help you make 50K a year, that's only one level above where they are right now. So they can see that it's possible and they believe it's possible because it's within the realm of possibility. So going after more realistic numbers not only is less hype, it's also more believable and will increase your conversion rates by making it more attainable. Yeah, um, that's really good advice from Ed, by the way. That's like very, 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 very good and exactly right. 
unless you're in this master or this group and then you know then you believe that you can go from 50,000 to a million but yeah. for the average person <laughs> who's working you know their job they don't like uh, they don't believe that, right? They don't have the right mindset. They don't have the right people, the right influences, the right mentorship, any of that kind of stuff. And um, so, yeah, for those people, Ed, that's really, really valuable advice. All right, that's just about it for today. Before we finish though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.